Getting so free, I don't even care if you grieve the Holy Spirit anymore. I used to get offended. <laughs> I know all you guys have grown beyond offense and you have no pride in your souls, but I still wrestle with my own sin every day, you know, because. It's the cross alone that defeats Satan. You know that? And the cross is ever growing in our hearts, defeating Satan externally through all flesh on earth combined. That's why Revelation says, Devour kings and generals, horse and rider, rich and poor, and devour the flesh of all, A-L-L, Humanity. Isn't that interesting that the cross now in us devours all Egypt pride and all Sodom lust of all humanity. So you are the real monsters. I'm a monster. If that's your confession today, then you've received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Congratulations. We'll be by with a introduction packet at the end. In your boxes and getting you out of Egypt and Sodom? It's the cross rising in you. The cross is a monster. It's the king cobra. It eats every other little snake of lust and pride. And when we try to hold on to it to take care of it ourselves, we resist the monster of the cross of Christ's death from eating our pride and lust. Praise the monster. Do you want to be on the show? Yes. All right, come on on. Oh man! Shoot! 
get his sound through mine. <laughs> That's what we call worship. feels like it's completely <laughs> melting. <laughs> 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 it was so drunk today that everywhere I went, people got dizzy and started walking or driving in circles. It's not me. It's them. It's always someone else. <laughs> I love seeing the contagious atmosphere of the cross and people just whacked on the wine everywhere I go. This is what I'm talking about when the wine becomes your weapons. <laughs> That's no ordinary love. <laughs> but the thing is, is we haven't learned to let the cross and its torture devices that are guarded by fear and <laughs> death and darkness <laughs> eat us. And we're still know. protecting ourselves <laughs> from death, and we're protecting ourselves <laughs> from hell that were devoured by the cross. And so that's why we have the demons still working in our flesh and blood. There are a few torture devices that I absolutely love. <laughs> They're like amazing. I just love them. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a special file in my phone for torture devices. <laughs> oh wait, I should share them with you. Uh, just a second. <laughs> this will be really good. I don't have that many torture devices in my phone. Uh where are you? <laughs> ah, there you are. Okay. Iron Maiden. <laughs> Uh, well, we could start with Cat and Nine Tails. That one was really nice. <laughs> Cross, death. Well, we could. I mean, there's all those, but oh god, oh god. This one, this one right here. <laughs> I can see it. You can't. Oh man, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> It's, okay, I can. I might be able to read it. <laughs> Trembling, they all fled away, gripped with fear. Oh, there was one. That's night. what happens to them when they come into Arlem. Mm. There was one night. The ecstasy was on. My enemies are crushing me. I'm like, yes. I love the Roman legions. <laughs> you just let my enemies crush me. Just crush me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Done protecting and promoting ourselves. Oh. This one. Oh my god. God blows upon them and breaks them to pieces. You can break me. Just break me. <laughs> and uh, I only break, just break started. Break these sodomites to pieces. <laughs> 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 
break the Egyptians to pieces. Oh, that's no, that's us. That's the human condition in Sodom and Egypt, where our Lord is crucified. The forgiveness of sins. You're a Sodomite and an Egyptian. Mm. Me double. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's forgiven much loves much. <laughs> I was just I just heard Jesus loves me. Jesus loves me. <laughs> this is so wild. These realms and as I was driving over here he showed me the seven-headed beast of the horror of Babylon is the counterfeit of the seven-headed dragon. What are the seven heads of the dragon? The seven spirits of God, the seven piercings of mm. the Lamb, the seven pillars of wisdom devouring all the other pillars of our pride and lust of Sodom and Egypt where our Lord is crucified. We do it first in us realizing we're completely and totally through and through Sodom and Egypt. Uh -huh. And then we let the pillars <gasps> devour everyone around <gasps> us and they're surprised by bliss. I can't believe it feels so good to be eaten by the seven-headed dragon. Oh, God, it was so great. Duh. I got wasted on screaming children. Ah, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. I just like, could you scream some more, please? Could you cry some more, please? Can I hold you the while you cry and scream? Can I hold you? Oh, oh. yeah, they were manifesting. The screams of Sodom. Oh, boy. Oh boy. The first city that the fallen angels built after the floods when their flesh was destroyed, it shows you what's closest to Satan's heart was the city of Sodom. It says that in Genesis, the first city that the fallen angels, because remember their flesh and their host bodies were destroyed in the floods, but their spirits remained. So after the flood, the first thing the fallen angels do is build the city of Sodom. That tells you that lust and the pleasures of lust are the number one most important thing to the fallen angels. How much of the fallen angels are in you? 100%. You know... Not 1%, yeah. 100%. All humanity is filled with Sodom and Egypt. It is written so that the cross alone can be magnified to devour our sin equally and no one can boast. Hallelujah. Someone's getting saved tonight. Yeah, well, that's the truth anyhow. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Praise the king of Sodom. Oh my god. <laughs> His name is Jesus. <laughs> Holding the keys of death and hell. Revelation 1.18 Death is the kingdom of Sodom, fallen angel lust. Egypt is the kingdom of pride, fallen angel pride. He owns those houses that you live in. And if you wake up to him and his forgiveness nature, you get totally glorified. Aww. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's what the seven pillars of wisdom are. It's the wisdom of his blood and what it can do when you humble yourselves and let it speak. Come on. What? Hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bob Jones used to always say, it's time for you to get born again, again. You know, about every day, maybe seven times a day or seven times 70, you get born again. It's not a one-time experience like the demons teach you. It's a constant experience of being constantly born again. Of his new life, of his blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. Come on. So like, Howard, I mentioned yesterday that there's only one death and only one resurrection because you you cannot you don't kill yourself I got majorly rebuked for that majorly 
yeah, had this vision. Listen up, Judas. Had this vision, saw myself as a twisted spine, twisted mouth witch. And it was from a show, The Witcher. And right at that, right at the scene that I saw, she was like, she had just cut her wrists to try and kill herself. And she's like, you took the last thing that I could control away. I'm like, oh shoot. Cause I know I'm not supposed to control. <laughs> it's true. My ability to kill myself, I had to let go of. Okay. Amen. <laughs> it's a good lesson to learn early in life. Wabadaba. <laughs> And, um, so don't, don't be going all noose on me. So, so, <laughs> so, what happens is you go into Christ inside of you. You go into Christ's death, and the deeper you go into that, the next thing that you let go of, and that's that's from moment to moment to moment to. I I died probably twenty times today just figuring out my phone. The Jack Kevorkian in nineteen. <laughs> I was like, oh, not working. Okay, die. I'll just worship. Oh, it's working. Oh, not working. Okay, die. I'll just worship. Oh, it's working. Die. Oh, not working. Okay, die. I just worship. Oh, it's working. This is a really fun time. Because <laughs> there were new pathways in me. New pathways to figure out my phone and everything. And as I just looked at him, all of a sudden it just the pathway became there. And it's the Ultra. It's the Samsung 20 <laughs> Ultra. And it's Samuel and he's singing the song of Psalms 20 Ultra Power. I just remember, I heard you say something last night. His spirit told me something last night, but he was talking a list. He was like, I can't even remember now. <laughs> now that you're out of my prayer closet openly gay. This one dude commented on YouTube. He's like, What is it, a pre mandatory? Thing that to be an RLM you gotta have a lisp. <laughs> yeah. Stop hating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, these, these little homophobes. Uh, openly gay. <laughs> Wait till we start RLM San Francisco. It's about to get a thousand times worse. Mm. <laughs> Penny's going to be leading the gay pride parade. <laughs> as, as the queen of Sodom. Dressed up as a Zazel. Is that what the bride of Christ has turned into? Mm -hmm. I'm going back to church. I can't handle this. I can't handle this freedom. This glory, this purity, this prophecy is far too deep for my lack of crucifixion. I'm just going to judge the things I don't understand because I don't have any freedom. Ah, I'm a Pharisee. <laughs> Only good in my own eyes. Haven't been forgiven Jack Diddley squat. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sons of God are smoking little crack babies. Building the walls of Jericho with crack babies. Crack babies. And the Not to be confused with the baggies. You got... <laughs> Actually, someone messaged me this morning. They kept, I'm like, remember crack baggies? He's like, oh, I thought you were saying crack babies. I was like, ooh. But yeah, you got any more the thing of those crack like, babies? The, 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 the brick is the babies and the mortar is the crack. You just add a little water to the powder. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> 
Prophecy level 9,000. Man, I see. This is what happens when you go full retard on the anointing. <laughs> Trying to take a drink here. What happens when you're forgiven much? Holy! Oh, God. You're drunk all the time. You can literally love unconditionally and never think you're better than others. Well, that's the thing. It's like, in, in Even order... Even sodomites like you. <laughs> see, see, in Egypt, they're like, oh, I'm a good one. I'm a whitewashed pyramid. You know, I'm a good Egyptian. In Sodom, everyone knows they're a total slut and whore. No one has any dignity in Sodom. That's why they live there. That's why they want to live there. It's like Minneapolis and San Francisco. We know what we are. But Jesus died in Sodom. Uh, it is written. <laughs> oh, I'm a good one. And then they say, is it okay to have sodomy within a Christian marriage? I'm like, gross, man. Don't even message me again. You're blocked. I'm prophesying over here and you're talking about that stuff and you need to get your mind renewed <laughs> you're not even in the same realm you don't understand me <laughs> Sodom is the spiritual realm of the fallen angels lust it doesn't have anything to do with you you're just flesh and blood. It's only about the angels and your spirit, and you're caught in between the war. But if you got pride in you, you'll think, He's talking about me! I've never talked about you in 2,000 years, <laughs> says the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm talking about Sodom and Egypt and devouring your sins so you can be one with me. John 17, Father, let them be one with me. How do you get one with he, with him? How do you get one with he? One with me. John 17. How? By having Sodom and Egypt devoured out of your own heart and mind by the cross. It's called get more forgiven. And that's how you grow in humility. So only he remains, and when you're forgiven, you're automatically in union all the time in full ecstasy. Come on. The seven pillars are the seven piercings of his passion week. The piercings of Christ are the pillars of wisdom, the foundations of the world. It is written. They hold up by his blood shed for you and me and everyone else, and even those that don't drink it, that only think it, they're still being covered by the seven pillars that produce the tabernacle of David, the place of meeting. Amen. I really want you guys to understand this. We're in deep, deep wisdom realms, but it's important that we also sometimes speak to you non-parabolically without the riddles because Penny and I have been drinking a lot for like 12 years and we're really gone in the blood of Jesus. I want to make it easy for you guys to understand so you can join us in the house of wine so it's not something that you just reject and then go and let the demons eat your flesh and you die of cancer in 60 days we don't want you to die god loves the world he doesn't want any to perish we've seen too many people resist the blood not drink the blood reject the wisdom of the blood that speaks a better word than the blood of abel and they go out there and they just get totally destroyed by hell after they've come into heaven and they leave heaven because the gates are always open. Revelation says the pearl gates are always open, meaning you can leave heaven after you come into heaven. The gates are open, meaning you can go in and out of heaven. We want you to stay in heaven by staying in his blood, by understanding his blood, the wisdom of his blood, and receiving it so you're always in heaven and never in Satan and his angels, lust and pride. Amen. Amen. We love you so much that will even explain it to you. That's true love. For years, maybe 10 years, I didn't even explain it. I'm just like, ah, oh, if they hate the blood, they won't get it, so screw them. They hate Jesus. I'm just gonna keep getting drunk and speaking in riddles and parables and dark speech, letting them all blaspheme the most sacred cup of the new covenant. And that happened by the millions. 
We condemn the world by making them blaspheme the blood of Jesus that I was drunk on for a decade in the Drunken Glory movement on Drunk on God Vice documentary. All of it on purpose so that the whole world would condemn the cup of salvation. Therefore, the cup of salvation would own their souls. Whatever you sin against owns you in the spirit world. You sin against Penny, Penny owns you. You sin against me, I own you. You're my slave. Your whole life will be for my benefit from now on. That's the principle of the laws of the spirit world. And so when you start to get forgiven, you come out of the slavery of the person you sinned against, even slavery of self, of sinning against yourself. Lust, the Bible says, is the sin against your own flesh. So you become a slave to your flesh. If you sin against others, you become a slave to others. If you sin in politics, you become a slave to politics. If you sin in religion, you become whoever you sin against, what does the Bible say? You become a slave to. It is written. So it's all about setting the captives free from the slavery of sin and death. And you do that by revelations, which are wisdom, building her seven pillars of the blood of Jesus that speaks. It's speaking to you right now, hoping you understand that you can receive it and let it remove every other word working in your blood. Your blood is speaking and your brain is believing whatever's flowing in your blood and it's probably thousands of demons, thousands of frogs, thousands of snakes. If you just let these words into your bloodstream, into your heart, into your brain, head to toes, the seven-headed dragon, which are the seven pillars of wisdom that speak the word from the throne of the land, the seven spirits burning, will devour all the sins in your souls and the seven interior castles of your souls and will set you free entirely and you'll be perfected in the blood of Jesus on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Simple as that. <laughs> That's how it works, guys. Amen. <laughs> Look at the size of this Jurassic blood flower. Isn't this cool? This was a gift from the RLM community in Minneapolis to me. Uh, it really blessed me in a major way. It took me into a to totally new dimension. This is a Jurassic flower from the pre-Diluvian days. <laughs> <laughs> this is based on evidence of a true flower that used to exist before the flood before the flood when there was 60 foot giants 120 foot giants when the whole world was underwater of the glory and then all of that water was released in the floods of Noah and destroyed the world and that's what caused the separation of the dry place of the chasm between earth and the heavens so we're not living 970 years anymore like Methuselah. It's a completely different world after the flood. After the flood, people rarely lived more than 72 years old. Unless you're Moses who lived 120 and looked young on his face according to Deuteronomy 34 because he had known Jesus face to face. So God has bound death and hell inside the face of Jesus. Revelation 118, he holds the keys of death and hell. <clears throat> so everything that you learn <coughs> in this whole world is about coming into face to face, mm. knowing of him mm. through your heart to overcome your own death, which is your lust, Sodom, and your own pride, which is your Egypt where he was crucified. And so the cross and the crucifixion of the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world devours all your lust and pride. And then if it devours yours, the cross will work by love to forgive the sins of others. So you're no longer an accuser of the brethren, pointing out specks and planks and others when you're the good one. No, you're a murderer. You're a Pharisee. <laughs> you're a total hypocrite and a play actor. Me too. But the cross has grown in us because we get forgiven. We grow in grace. Therefore, we can devour others with the seven pillars of the wisdom of the blood of the ages. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Snort the Jurassic blood flower. What was that last thing you said? Bing! <laughs>
Dude. I'm glad it's being recorded. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to it to see what I said too. Devour the something with the wisdom of the ages. The blood's always speaking. I get here and people oh, are thirsty for yeah. his blood, you know, because you're drinkers of the <laughs> cup of the new covenant. And then the blood starts speaking to you because you're thirsty. That's how all Christian new covenant real ministry works. We're not thirsty for the blood of Abel and the words of Abel because we're not religious freaks anymore. We're thirsty for the blood of Jesus and the words of life that come through the blood sacrifice of our, our lambkin, the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world that speak and those words are our food, our daily bread in the wine, in the cup of the new covenant. And if people come here and are actually hungry and thirsty for righteousness, they get filled and the blood starts speaking to feed God's people as they're drinking the blood produced in the house of wine where everyone is divine and fine all the time. Amen. <laughs> There's no thorns on this rose. This is Jurassic period. Sorry. Get your head out of Satan's bunghole. But, 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 I like the thorns. <laughs> There's a crown of thorns. I like that one. <laughs> you can have those thorns. Okay. But the thorns and thistles of the curse are removed Ooh. in his cross. There is no pain or suffering in the seven pillars of wisdom. Zero. Mm. Only ecstasy as you're forgiven and devoured by monster Jesus. Yeah. As I would go into death on a subject, all pain of that subject, like, because I'd be in pain or I'd be in a fear or an huh? <laughs> and then as long as I am... As I got, uh, uh, and it just shift into, oh, it would shift into bliss. I mean, it could shift into any layer and level of the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> but um, yeah, you go through that cross, you get bliss on the other side. Sa, sa, you. <laughs> the cross is like, uh, just, uh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going precurse. This is the precursor. The precursor of the ages. The lamb that was slain before the ages. That one. The lamb that was slain before time, before space, before angels, before animals, before whales. Before www.bbluxuryperfumes.com. What? <laughs> See, <laughs> go into the freedom and then step on their financial toes. And if you can get them drunk off oh, yeah. of the idolatry of Egypt and the security of money, that's when you're making real progress. <laughs> that's the number one sin in your hearts right now. Jesus <laughs> knows you. <laughs> uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. I try not to think about money. I try not. I try to be good. You need to stop trying. You need to stop trying and start crucifying. Oh. Yeah. Release the legions of Roman crucifying angels upon your face. Crucify your faces with Christ. <laughs> and then you'll become the Shroud of Turan. <gasps> I s yep. <laughs> I like was in the bedroom upstairs. I think it was yesterday, and I thought I saw the shroud of Tehran on the wall. <laughs> it's because your face is knowing his face, <gasps> face to face. When we're <laughs> infants in Christ, we knew in part. Then we shall know face to face. You're coming into top of the mountain Moses and the Lamb realities 
through the crucifixion of Mount Calvary risen in your heart at the seven pillars of the wisdom of the blood of the Lamb being built up in the seven interior castles of your soul. Duh! I can honestly say that, like, I didn't go into death before I encountered his face. It was his face that led me into the pleasure of his death. <laughs> so just look at Jesus and you'll get into the Get your get face there. saved. Just look at the face face. Let's go face face. Face face. <laughs> get that sodomite face into the cross. Butt face. That's where they get the name butt face. From the face of the sodomites, the butt faces. And get your face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus, butt face. Oh my God! Sodomite, sodomite. Well, sodomize your face with the cross. Wow. That'll totally eat the lust out of your eyes. And you're never get offended by anything in the realm of Sodom or Egypt anymore because the monster Jesus has eaten your sin. How big is the cross? Let it be face to face. That's when you start to really know him and it really begins to show because that's the entrance to the glory. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> We opened up the butt face door with the keys of death. Did you? Did you? Did you? We touched. We, <laughs> That's why some of you have butt chins. Mystery solved. I'm growing my beard back. You've exposed me. <laughs> I understand I used to be a butt face too and then I let Calvary eat the Sodom out of my eyes you can do it too I'm not saying I'm better than you. I'm saying I'm butter than you. <laughs> Don't come around here pretending like you'd never had your butt chin eaten by the keys of death from Jesus in Sodom before. That's so arrogant. And if you haven't, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I'm so glad that every one of you perfectly understand everything that's going on here tonight. If you could just send me your notes <coughs> so I could learn from you. Brandon at redletterman.com. <laughs> Thank you. Please send us your scripture references. <laughs> if you found any Egypt or Sodom in tonight's message, I would love your rebuttal. Because <laughs> uh, I'm trying to grow as a good steward. Of the keys of death. Have Have you ever heard of like, butt God? <laughs> I'd like to hear more about this butt God. I'm interested now. And getting born again again, getting my face saved. There's areas of my heart where I've hidden some stuff. And this is helping me. God. <laughs> but <this is laughs> so 
glad I could help with the broadcast. <laughs> this is helping me be more bold and courageous to get all the things in my heart that I don't want exposed into the light. So oh. I just want to thank you, Penny. Thank you, Azazel. Yeah. Thank you, Lilith. <laughs> Thank you, Simjaza. Thank you. Thank you, Fallen Angels, for making tonight's broadcast possible. It's been a, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, Thank, God. You. Thank you, Satan and his angels. Without you, we could have never have come this far. Wow. Isn't that true? Huh? I'm so thankful for death and hell for Sodom and Egypt. Otherwise, I would have... What do you do after you're born again if without Sodom and Egypt? There's literally nothing to do in this universe. That's all the universe is, is Sodom and Egypt. So you got to be thankful. But God. For God so loves the world of Sodom and Egypt where he was crucified. He loves sodomites. This uh, gay Christian messaged me last night and and wrote a book about um, Jesus and uh, endorsing homosexuality. And he asked if I would write the foreword of his book. Well, I want to read his book. I just got offended and marked it as spam. I just want to... I'm going to eat that thing. <laughs> I'll let you know what's got Gloria. Uh, yeah, Pen send it to Penny at redletterman.com. She'll endorse your book. She's going to be a Zazel at San Francisco Gay Pride, Pride Parade in June. We might be there with Lilith and Sim Jaza too, depending on how things go. Depending on how religious we are by then and how much pride we cling to in our fallen angel nature that we reject forgiveness of because we're still so stinking self-righteous. <laughs> I'm just speaking about myself because I can see God moving me into those realms of great prophecy and great love and seven pillars of wisdom. But I might just be too religious for that by, by the spring. Probably not, though. I got a bin of uh, costumes down in the basement from the olden days. I had a bin in college when I was a party monster with Macaulay Culkin. But <laughs> we kept this party going, even through the drunken glory. And I realized that it wasn't Satan. Satan hates to party. He's like Ramses in Nacho Libre. He doesn't like to dance at the party. He's angry and serious and judgmental at everyone else sitting in the corner. I'm better than all these dancers. <laughs> That's the true nature of the fallen angels. And so oh, I, it was really God's celebration nature, of course, completely perverted by all of our lusts and pride so that we hurt ourselves and others. But that is getting eaten up as we know the seven pillars of wisdom in our hearts and minds. And that's what the Tabernacle of David is. That's what the celebration in the marriage celebration of the Lamb is. It's having so much fun in the seven pillars. It's like a never-ending burning man. Times Renaissance Festival. Times Gay Parade San Francisco. <laughs> Times Heavenly Jerusalem. Times Jesus Christ and the Father. You know... I love gays. In collaboration. I love them. With BB Luxury Perfumes. Because, like, when it comes time to intimacy with the Father, when it comes time to intimacy with Jesus, I feel like gay people will really understand. And a buttload is actually the measurement in uh, the imperial system of ancient Great Britain for a, a big wine cask. A buttload. Remember that? Yeah. 
<laughs> I know this one. <laughs> That's a buttload of glory. Yes, it is. <laughs> so glad we could fit that into the mess. <laughs> Uh. We're bringing him back imperialism <laughs> and new Freemasonry <laughs> and Espiritu Conquistadores. Marco Polo. And a new royal family of 13 crown families of the 13 tribes of Israel. The 13th is Dinah. That's right. Dinah, the sister of Judah. She got an inheritance with her brothers. That's why there's 13 tribes of Israel. And the kings and queens of the 13 tribes of the sons of God, the real Christians that have grown in the seven pillars of wisdom that have devoured all the other pillars in the world, like Janus and Jambres being eaten by Moses, those 13 tribes are here. They're the new 13 crown families, says the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus, our new Lucifer. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise Lucifer. Praise Azazel. Praise Lilith. And praise Simjaza. That's me. Who was Simjaza? Simjaza was the watcher that taught the, fa the nation's magic and sorceries oh, yeah. that's my job oh, yeah. that's what I've redeemed in, in by the cross the whole Simjaza realm you know the other the one that's one of my names uh -huh. truth anyhow Rebecca watched last night and she messaged me after Penny introduced herself as Azazel that Rebecca is Lilith, Adam's first wife that birthed a hundred demons per day. Heard? Wow. Adam couldn't get her back from marrying the devil, the Satan's first wife, Lilith. Uh -huh. So that's a big calling you got on your life, Rebecca. She's like, instead of birthing a hundred demons a day, I'm birthing a hundred angels. Woohoo! That's the kind of redemption story I like to hear. I mean, I birth a lot, but a hundred a day? Wow. <laughs> Azazel versus Lilith fight to the death. <laughs> Two of the worst demons in Satan's hell. Mm. Oh, Lilith. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lilith. And by Satan, I mean oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> if anyone's got any wisdom at all. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Wisdom's the knowledge of the blood, so you can be in these realms without any fear or religion. It's just pure glory. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this. <laughs> 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 you know what's funny? The seven deadly sins anime. God told me this flower represents the fairy king's scepter Aww. from seven deadly sins. Isn't that precious? He's like, I've come into such a realm. This is a representation of my Goliath sword now in this measure of love in the seven pillars of wisdom. This is what I use as my Goliath sword because I beat my sword into a Jurassic flower and the poison that it releases will kill everyone within seconds. This was actually the most deadly Jurassic flower. If you breathed its air, you would die. Isn't that cool? Uh-huh. I actually have... Um, Queen of Death loves that. The show Seven Deadly Sins, um, I actually have the full counter sword I'm hoping I, I only have half of it because at the beginning of the show it starts with 
half of the full counter because if he gets his full sword and his full power back, he can destroy entire cities at once. <laughs> and so they, they kept part of his power away from him because he did destroy a city. But full counter actually, like, any wit any magic that is used against me or you guys, I can actually full counter it and the exact same attack that was used on me, I can actually turn and use against them. So the whole thing of like turning turning all these things that are being redeemed back against them and using their own weapons was like, wow. The fairy king <laughs> flower scepter is a total <laughs> rebuke of all my years of being a Pharisee of condemning Ferris fairies <gasps> as being high-level Jezebel deceiving spirits, <laughs> which they were. There was mixture. I was partially self-righteous, self-right. The issue was the blood was speaking a better word to devour those realms as we were going through them in death and hell, and I didn't have enough humility in the blood and the wisdom of the seven pillars to redeem them for myself, and I just stood on the outside and condemned it because of self-righteous Down syndrome. <laughs> but now that they're redeemed, it's like the most glorious realms of death and hell you could ever imagine. Oh, death. <laughs> it's so crazy getting yeah. forgiven your pride, layer upon layer, year after year, month after month, minute after minute, until the realms that you once condemned turn into your promised land realms. Like the fairy realm of the Jurassic flowers that I'm in now with this fairy king anointing of the scepter of the fairy king from the seven deadly sins. I couldn't have received that even six months ago, guys, because I was so religious. <laughs> Just as a personal confession of sin. So you can hold me accountable for being a self-righteous Pharisee murderer. Amen. Thank you for doing that. You could, uh, Email Brandon at redletterman.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not unblocking you. <laughs> You're put in prison for 10 days by the fairy king. Because <laughs> you need it. Because I know what you need because I receive it myself from the discipline of my father in heaven who's always growing my freedom in the seven pillars of Christ crazy this level of freedom six months ago I myself would have condemned that's how religious we are month after month and a lot of people didn't make us make it with us into this next next new season because of their own pride and seed of the Pharisees in their flesh and their their mind connected to their flesh and the goodness of their flesh they rejected a greater glory, a greater forgiveness, a greater grace with the keys of death and hell of Jesus Christ. And so they're locked out of these realms for a season. That's what it means when Satan will put some of you in prison for 10 days. Endure to the end and I'll give you a crown of life, meaning I'll renew your mind to the point where you're humble enough to enter the promised land realm that you're outside before of because of your own stinking, filthy, self-righteous pride. Amen. Thank you, Father. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm getting born again again tonight. Just ask Azazel into your heart and get really born again again. Yeah, that's Angel of Death Penny, would you come into my heart and save me from all my self righteousness? Oh, I I'll be right there. Just, just you can totally just ask with for the my help. And uh, you can totally ask for my help and in spirit, and my spirit will come and help you with your death. Like any breakthrough that each of us has. Yeah. I, I would, huh? And that's the thing is like, uh, I know the pleasure on the other side of the death. And, and so does the Lord, so all he's actually really trying to do for you is increase your pleasure to, uh, to places you could never dream of. Alright, so good, you're getting so free from religion and pride tonight, it's just, that's what it takes, it takes... 
the queen of Sodom, Penny, to <laughs> set us free from all of our pride and self-righteousness and religiosity. Aren't you thankful for her anointing? We haven't given her enough honor. We haven't given her enough credit for being such mm. a wicked, evil woman. Just crush me. <laughs> I Thank like you it. Thank you for your wickedness, Penny. <laughs> it's an honor <laughs> to be devoured by the Queen of Sodom. Thank you. Oh. I'm really, I am, because honestly, I could have never came into these realms. I, I tell you the truth. Without the measure of Penny's evil and Saturn in her belly as Azazel, I never would have gotten this breakthrough without all her serpent manifestations over the years and shedding of snakeskin and the eight horns coming off her head. I couldn't have figured out these parables and enigmas without her. Yeah. I, and I tell you the truth, I've even cried several times the last few months that, oh my God, these realms of death and hell are our promised land realms that you had already opened up because the spirit had led you into and I was on the outside just judging her and now that I'm forgiven from my Phariseeism of judging I entered into these realms by the seven pillars of his blood and it's the highest level glory realms I've ever tasted true story uh, death and hell are our promised land that's what the keys of death and hell are. It's the keys to all the new world as the cross grows in you. It eats all the stuff you once criticized in your religious nature, and it becomes heaven on earth. Truth and yeah. <laughs> so anyone you've been critical of and condemning of, of others, your brothers and sisters... That person has your promised land in their heart. God has put promises inside others, and the demons tempt you to judge and criticize others who are the containers of your treasures for your inheritance. <clears throat> That's how pride cuts you off from your inheritance. Repent and go back to that person. Humble yourself. You'll find that treasure is released back to you, and you'll live in heaven on earth. Heaven on earth is hidden inside jars of clay. Every man and woman and child's heart contains treasures in it. If you love unconditionally without critical, judgmental, self-righteous Pharisee demons, you'll actually find heaven inside of others instead of hell by judging them. Come on. Yeah. That's how we produce the house of wine in the tabernacle of David. Removing the, the, the planks and the specks from our eyes and loving unconditionally by being forgiven all of our self-righteousness and criticalness of others and criticalness of ourselves. And then all we have is heaven inside each other's. And then the, you have the full crucifixion of the seven piercings of Christ. If anything comes up, you can just nail it to the cross inside your own soul and it turns to bliss. And so you turn all death and hell into paradise in the Garden of Eden. It's the full redemption of all things right there. Amen. Ciao. <laughs> yeah, I went from Pharisee to a fairy sea. <laughs> it's so funny when you attack Pharisees like the drunken glory movement has for 12 years. What it does is it exposes all the Pharisee self-righteous pride in ourselves and shows that we are actually the worst of sinners and the most uh, needed and thirstiest for blood, for the blood of His grace, for the blood of forgiveness. When you come into the glory is when you become the most desperate for His blood to forgive you so you see correctly through the seven eyes of the seven pillars of wisdom of the seven piercings of His Passion Week. Otherwise, you'll get blind seven times worse having come into the glory and then left it like we've seen 10 million times. If you keep going into the seven piercings with your whole soul dying daily, your vision will clear up to see exactly how God the Father sees. According to the law of love will be your exact measure of vision, says the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true.
Blind leading the blind. Why? Because they had no love in them. Vision leading vision. Why? Because we're grown in love. Jesus saw all men's hearts. Why? Because God is love. You can only see to the measure you love, and love is the piercings of Jesus Christ in your flesh, bearing in my body the marks of Christ, the apostle says. Come on. Come on, you little self-righteous Egyptians. Truth anyhow! <laughs> Amen. This has been the best broadcast ever. Probably have Penny on every show till kingdom come. Because it's totally next level prophetic drunken glory. Thank you, Penny. You guys want to give an offering to Penny for her missions? She needs to get a motorhome. God's asking her to trade in her little tiny car, little Ford, Ford Focus, and to get a big motorhome to travel the USA as a missionary. You want to sew into that? Give at PushPay and choose missions. You can text red letter to 77977 and select missions and it'll help Penny get a motorhome to travel all America in Jesus' name and spread this kind of freedom and love in the full redemption of Azazel made flesh. That's Penny's ministry. From what I understand and see, is that I'm supposed to get something that hauls and hitch, 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 and hauls the camper. All right. And then I will be settling down in San Francisco after I've, uh, yep, gone to some places that I'm supposed to go. <laughs> We've had tons and signs and wonders of, of planting in San Francisco in the months ahead and the weeks ahead so this is a huge missions wow. this is a huge endeavor and always going by faith always led by confirming signs miracles and wonders since the conception Downward. of this ministry and so you can have faith and trust that you're sowing into the advancement of the kingdom penny needs to get a new vehicle a trailer and a camper to complete this vision that God the Father is giving her animal for, recycle. for America FYI, animal recycle. <laughs> but mainly for California I'm isn't actually it? wearing my motorcycle shirt isn't that right though you, main, <laughs> you mainly feel it for California though oh yeah yeah so this is huge if you love California and don't want it to fall off into the ocean by an earthquake <laughs> give a million dollar donation redletterman.com amen <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like I went from like I went from the East Coast to the West Coast, and honestly, like Florida, probably Oregon and Washington do. You're all connected. West Coast salvation. I'm woo supposed woo. to. I'm supposed. I'm supposed to drive through Washington, Oregon. I'm supposed like I'm supposed to. Anyway, but <laughs> touch the butt. <laughs> I'll see you at the Oregon County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> with the Polish ambassador. Like, Florida honestly has my heart, but um, California's got something else. <laughs> <laughs> California is very close to my heart. I went to high school in South Lake Tahoe. My first driver's oh. license was California. I uh, grew up on Heavenly Valley, working in the casinos in, in uh, Reno and South Lake Tahoe. Uh, lived there for years. Oh. Uh, I've always wanted to go back. God has never allowed me. There's never been any open doors. Penny's going ahead of us into the West Coast. Michael is going ahead of us into Africa. We're sending out missionaries from the Eagle's Nest of Minneapolis to open up these realms so we can start going back and forth like Lucifer. In Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs> Where have you been going to and fro, back and forth in my motorhome? <laughs> have you checked out my servant, San Francisco? Oh, yes, I have. <laughs> we'll be there to test you momentarily. Amen. It's going to go well because we're a lot better than the previous fallen angels or the sons of God. We have taken their positions in the heavenly angelic sphere. 
And we're here to rule you <laughs> with a good time. In Jesus' name. Love you guys so much. We'll see you tomorrow. I don't see you praising Azazel over there.